lift off and the clock has started. Alive. This is episode 248, recording on January 19th, 2023. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we have a special draft that we're going to go through. Uh, we got to visit the trailer park. There's an actual game that isn't Diablo we are going to discuss. I know, I was shocked too. Uh, we are going to do all of this and more, and to do this, I have with me as always, Shannon, father of the year more. Ooh, you know, usually I'm just glad to be nominated, but this year it's all the sweeter. Hey, you took the trophy home this year, man. I, I, I didn't, I didn't even make the podium, so I was, I was proud <laughs> you know, of my boy. It, it's, it's with, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I need. It takes a team to raise a village, I think, right? Something like that. So, That's the yeah. metaphor, sure. Yeah, totally. So yeah, you know, just, I'm just glad to have my boys that were there to help, to, to lift me up, like keep, keep going strong. Well, well deserved trophy. <laughs> proud of you over here. <laughs> Uh, also joining the show, Justin, the dog father, Carter. You come to me on the day of my husky's bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's your boy. Um, wow. I would like to know what a husky bar mitzvah looks like. <laughs> dude, a lot of hair. Um, those, yeah. those caps do not stay on. <laughs> also, don't walk into the backyard. Yeah. It's just, it's all bad. <laughs> Hey, I, I will have you know, I did the backyard today, and it's looking spick and spick. I even got the hose and, like, sprayed down the uh, patio and stuff. You know, it was looking real nice out there. Well, you know, it's mid-June. I'm sure it's the first time this month, so that's good. Wow. <laughs> wow. There's only been there's only been a handful of ninety degree days, so I'm guessing those turds were like white as snow. Yeah, it was only two Home Depot buckets of dog shit. Yeah, Je- Justin was out there just picking up rocks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> is this a turd or is this a rock? I don't know. The circle of life eventually it just becomes new landscaping. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, everyone. Uh, everyone have a good Father's Day, Justin, with your dogs and. Uh, you know, yeah, Shannon. I did have a pretty good Father's Day. Um, I actually went over to my parents and uh, had lunch with them and played cards, got some pizza and wings, and hung out, you know, mm. with my dad for a few hours, and then there you go. Came home and played some Diablo. So all in all, pretty solid Father's Day. How about you, gents? The pizza uh, wing combo always a winner. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, what is your wing go-to? Do you, are you just a traditional like buffalo wing, or do you do like a lemon pepper, or do you like a garlic? You know, um, at the pizza place we go to, or whatever, it's just traditional. Uh, mm-hmm. But if we were to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings or something, I usually mm-hmm. I like to fuck with a nice like uh, they do like the Asian zing kind of flavored mm-hmm. ones, and then you know you can also never really go wrong with a good like garlic parmesan wing. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a uh, I'm a lemon pepper whore basically yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah that, lo- that lo- those lemon pepper ones we got at uh, Top Golf uh, yeah dude bomb ridiculous the um the secret second best wing though 
is when you find the real good uh, salt and pepper wings from like a Chinese food restaurant. Ooh. Those are really good. I highly recommend if you see them on the menu because once you find a place that has good ones, it, it's just locked in for forever. Like you're just never going anywhere else. Game changer. Yeah, there's a, there's a place around us that's called It's Just Wings. And mm. uh, you basically just go in and get either boneless or bone-in wings. And they got a, a smoky chipotle like uh, oh. one, and that I will eat a whole like twenty four pack of like <laughs> wings to my face like with that chipotle. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't mess with boneless because I'm not a chicken nugget guy, you know, and that's basically what they are is, is some nugs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I drums flats. I'm an equal opportunity employer when it comes to wings, like. Yeah, I'm I'm all about it. I actually probably like the flats a little more than the drums. Yeah, I'm a I'm a flat guy myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm What's funny drums. is I'm a flat guy and Megan's drums, so it works out. We just like split it, and it's like, all right, these are mine, these are yours. Easy peasy. That's a, that's a Jack Spratt combination right there. It's that's beautiful. <laughs> um, but yes, Shannon, your father's day. How'd it go? Uh, it was good. I went went up uh, north and and hung out with my my cousin. Decided to host a Father's Day this year, which was great. Um, so we had a potluck. Ate way too much food. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I had the stretchy pants. Um, got some, you know, I got a nice uh, custom made uh, barbecue or like a like a meat tray for my barbecue for my oh, son, nice. which was which is cool. Like you know, had the handprints on it and it was like glazed. Uh, and he got to put like stickers and stuff in there, so that looked pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I got some uh, stuff for the wood shop that um, is being renovated right now. So it was it was cool. It was good stuff. Awesome, man. Good stuff. Uh, so I started my Father's Day by canceling all the plans I had for Father's Day because <laughs> um, pizza. Because uh, I wanted to just sleep in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did. And then I got up and door dashed myself in the kids' breakfast because nice. my wife was working um, all uh, all day because she it, it was she works at Stanford and it was graduation weekend so it was a you know she she was not available um, so I door dashed his breakfast kids had chocolate chip pancakes I had some insane scramble thing that was awesome and then and then my sister. Uh, sent a dozen donuts to the house. So I was just like, man, unfortunate timing, but also awesome. Uh, and uh, me and the kids ate a ton of donuts. Card games, it appears, Justin, was also the, the rule of the day because we played a lot of card games. My kids um, uh, went to summer camp the week before and had uh, gotten way back into Uno and go fish and uh what's the game you give him skip bow uh sky joe sky joe and uh yeah a lot of that was played so we we did that for a few hours and then we went to my brother-in-law's professional chef at at everyone yeah wood fire pizzas and tri-tip and yes the stretchy pants were very much employed so now, did you uh, show up to win in Uno, or did you get your um, did you get rolled by your by your kids? Uh, so we 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 taught some lessons. <laughs> um, one being, you know, when we're playing Go Fish, and my daughter, who's six, is picking up 
uh, every card and being like, oh, I have two of these. And it's like, okay, you're telling everyone what you have. <laughs> and then getting really upset when my son is like, hey, do you have this? And she's like, oh, how do you? And I'm like, you just told everyone, girl, come on. And then, but it was also a little tact from my son being like, hey, bro, she's six. You can't just beat the hell out of her. Like, I know she's messing up, but let's have a little decorum and not just exploit it, you know? So, uh, but yes, I... I did the the good dad thing and and put myself in very bad positions so the kids would win. But it was uh, it was a good teaching moment for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we played until essentially they both got way too upset at each other, <laughs> despite all that. And I was like, okay, we're done. Moving yeah. on. That's how Uno usually ends, is when someone, like, hits the deck off the table, and they're like, man, and then storms yeah. off into the living room. <laughs> um, yeah, like every game of Monopoly ever played. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, good Father's Day, good times. Nice. Um, so yeah, I thought it would be fun. So, so, I'll tell you how I got, got here. I wanted to do a forgotten games draft so games that were really good that we really loved and just got lost in time like no one talks about them anymore no no remakes are coming nothing like that and i was going through games that have come out so far this year and you know i was going through dead space and resident evil and you know the list of remakes and you know final fantasy 7 part 2 just got announced that it's one of those like the the list of old games coming back is is long and has been for a while um and then also it's uh the nba draft this week so i thought it would be fun to kind of you know jog our memories see what we could do see what we come up with and this would be a fun game. Um, so the game is, I'm explaining cause Shannon still doesn't seem to get it. The game is Justin's going to set an order one through three, right? We are each going to pick one franchise or game per turn. And at the end of five turns, we're going to see who has the best list of games and then I'm going to put that up on Discord and people can vote on it. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, I mean, you can go one of two ways. You can you can pick Hey, I'm going from I'm going from the heart. I'm going for what I love, hoping that a bunch of people also think the same way. Or you can go What will make me win? So you can do the the Zach playing a go fish against his kids route, or you can be the Zach's son playing against his sister route. It it'll be up to you. So so Justin, how about you set this order? All right, boys, let's see. We're going to you know, let's roll a dice and okay. we can see you know, what what we get? And everyone, you know, I'm going to roll a D20. 
and I want right. everyone to pick a number and then whoever is closest. So Shannon, all how right, do... open. How about open up chat? Type your number in the chat, and then go. Justin will roll. Yes, and we'll go closest is first, second closest is second, furthest out is third. How about that? Okay, sounds good. Oh, Shannon. <laughs> oh, did Shannon Price is right to you, man? Yeah. All right. So, I'm gonna I mean, we're, yeah, but we're all hoping it's going to be high, right? Otherwise, it's going to be. No, I want. I, I want low. Well, that's Screw what I'm saying. Because if it's low, you win. So, exactly. I rolled the d20. Mm-hmm. And drum roll, please. It was nine. <laughs> oh. All right. So, first overall pick goes to me. Second overall pick goes to Shannon, and then Justin on the turn with the third and fourth pick. Zach nailed it. All right. Get me in Vegas, baby. Let's go. <laughs> um, so let's see here. I've got the first overall pick. Mm, man. Now... I'm going to throw something out there. Do Valve games count? Because they haven't made any, they haven't made any in forever, but I don't feel like people have forgotten them. Like people still talk about portal and Mm half-life, you know what I mean? And team fortress and stuff. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't feel like the valve game should count. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, I mean, yeah. yeah, I would stick to something that's not as still in the zeitgeist of. Like... Okay, okay, that's that was my thought too. Because like my first thing was like, oh, Half Life, but then I'm like, ah, people still talk about Half Life, mm-hmm. you know? Play that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, uh, in, in all honesty, Half Life Alex came out like what a year ago, a year and a half. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good point. Good point. Okay, Half Life off the table. Um, first overall pick. Poof. Poof. Do I go with my heart here? Or do I go... You know what? It's actually the game I would probably play right away if they announced it. NBA Street. I love the NBA Street wow. franchise. I can't believe that's your first pick. I'm actually I know. shocked. I'm actually shocked too, but I love that game. So it's a little heart, but a little public consciousness there. I know I'm not the only one that loves NBA Street. NBA Street 2. Maybe the best basketball game ever made. It's what NBA Jam always wanted to be. It was. And you didn't live until you made the seven foot three, four hundred pound dude that was just <laughs> wrecking shop over everybody. It was great. Um all right, Shannon, your first pick. See, yeah, I kind of made the same boat as you are, because like there's like that comfort food the game the game. Yeah. Is- I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I would play the hell out of that game. Um but also, like, I mean, I've brought it up on this for- platform many times, and nobody still talks about it to this day. But I want a resistance, man. I was resistance. Follow wow. me. Give me another one of those. Like, I played all three of those games, like, four hours. I mean, I've never, I don't think I've ever gotten a platinum trophy in any game. But if I was to get one that was close, it would probably be all three of those games. So give me a resistance, another resistance one that's updated. I would resist, resist. What a first round already. 
NBA Street and Resistance off the board. <laughs> what is going on right now? What did I do with NBA Street? Like, you know what I did? I got myself value in the second round. That's what I did. Uh, Justin, now remember, you have the third and fourth pick. We're going snake draft style. Ooh. So you get two picks in a row here. All right. Well, so for my first pick, then, I'm going to follow my heart. And I've mm-hmm. wanted a new Beautiful Joe game for so mm-hmm. long. Uh, what is happening? <laughs> I I love Beautiful Joe 1 is like a masterpiece. And 2 was like the how do they one-up it? And they did. And then they came mm-hmm. out with Red Hot Rumble, which was like a fighting it that didn't count. And then the DS game was like, no, I never got a Beautiful Joe 3. And then the team that made it, you know, kind of got dissolved. And then Capcom kind of went downhill for a while. But then mm-hmm. now Capcom's in this resurgence. And it's like, dude, please bring it back. I just want it. Beautiful a, Joe, third overall. Who would, man, who would have ever thought? But, <laughs> all right, Justin, number four, let's go. All right, four, I'm picking this one. It, it would be on my list anyway, but I'm going to pick it now because I feel like it's something that one of you might take later, so I want to make sure I get it, but it's okay. going to be Sly Cooper. God damn it, that yep. was my next pick. I knew it, yep, I knew, I knew it was hot up there, and I love me, I have all the Sly Cooper games on PS2, and I love them, and it's like, man, like, it's been a minute, you know, since... There's been one. The last one came out on PS3, which seems like forever ago. And it's time. It's I, time to bring it back. I have added it to the list. I cannot believe it. I, I was eyeballing Sly Cooper. I was so ready for it. I was going to be my ace in the hole right yep. there. Sly Cooper, which probably <laughs> should have been the first overall pick, if we're being honest. At least with this group, but... All right, Shannon, what do you got? Oh, he's pondering, Justin. It yeah. is. Like, because, like, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia in some of these games that I'm thinking about. But Well, and then all of a sudden you get the competitiveness. Like, oh, someone else might take it, you know? Yeah, and then... yeah, yeah but, I mean, I, th- I feel pretty safe in my other selections. Um, I'm te- I, I mean, mi- I don't know, like, midway, like, they need to come back in some way, shape, or mm-hmm. I need an NFL blitz in my life. Oh, I, I, I want it bad. Like, I played NFL Blitz I, so much. Like, controllers were yeah. worn out playing that game. Yeah. Like, the I, fact that you could just continually leg drop people after the play was over, hours of entertainment. Between, uh, on the Dreamcast, between Tony Hawk and NFL Blitz, <laughs> man, let me tell you, some friendships ended oh, over for sure. NFL like, Blitz. There were some high-tension battles in Blitz, NFL Blitz. Yeah. Good times. Oh man, now I go two in a row. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um. I, you know what? Since you took Sly Cooper for my second pick, I've got to go Infamous. I love Infamous so That's much. That would be so um, good right now, especially like with like Spider-Man setting the tone. Yeah. They could do something remotely close. I mean, picture a Spider-Man level Infamous game. Like that would be so good yeah with the graphics and the lighting that was like exactly it would be beautiful and enemies that weren't just like meat waves that came at you that that actually had some thought behind them and things you know well i mean in the spider-man game the the rooftop gangs and everything were essentially just the infamous guys 
Mm -hmm. You know, like in a lot of ways, it was like you had the grunts, you had the heavy. Sometimes you had a multiple heavies and it was just, you know, use your powers and your skills to take them all out. Um, yeah. Give me, give me the return of Cole. Not this, not the PS4 infamous game that was not Cole. That was not infamous as far as I was concerned. Um, and then because it's me and I'm sure this will come as no shock to either one of you. Viva Pinata. I, I knew that had to be on your list. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand how Microsoft has let their only real family friendly franchise just die on the vine. Those games are magnificent. They still get a ton of run in my house. My kids play Viva Pinata all the time. And if they announced a new one, it would be my most anticipated game. Like, I don't even care. It would be so high up on the list for me if they announced it. Uh, So, yeah, Viva Pinata, my third pick. Shannon, what you got? I am going to go with a... I'm going to go with Xenogears. I want a Xenogears game. Are they that different than the Xenoblade games? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like a, it was definitely like, yeah, Xenoblade. I, I'm not, I'm not giving you crap. I don't know anything about them, so no. Xeno Gear was like, like it was on the PlayStation One. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's very niche. Like a lot of people like still don't really talk about it too much. Um, but I mean, you had the mechanics where like you were fighting on the ground and it was turn based, which was great because like I like that turn based mechanic. Mm-hmm. But then you could get into robots and mechs, and then you had, like, a whole different battle system that was integrated into the fight, which was great. And sometimes you were super overpowered, and you just wrecked shop, and sometimes you got your teeth kicked in, and Mm. then you had to go, like, you know, make your mech stronger. It was a great game. Uh, It did have some shortcomings um, that I think could be rectified with, you know, better technology that we have now. Um, And some time to cook, you know, you flush out the story a little bit more, give it a more robust soundtrack. Uh, I think that game would be a banger nowadays. Um, you know, I just, I want some more mechs in my life. Interesting. Um, I gotta tell you that probably wasn't going to get picked by anyone else. You probably could have gotten better value later. Um, I know, but it was just, it was on the tip of my tongue and like, you know, I've been wanting it for a while. So I'm going to put it right in smack dab in the middle of my list. Did, uh, quick aside, did you ever play ring of red on the PS2? Mm-mm. So it was a it was like a tactics type game mm-hmm. that involved kind of heavy mechs. It was World War Two heavy mechs though, so they were like these weird mm-hmm. tank hybrid mech things. Mm-hmm. Uh, super fun, super cool, and like a ton of anime bullshit. I bet you would have loved it. It was called a ton of anime bullshit. His <laughs> Ring of Red was the name of it, and it was one of those games I got. Uh, when I was testing for free after I tested it and still played it after I brought it home. So that tells you thing. when you play a game for, you know, 12 hours a day for three weeks and I you still play game. it. I saw it. I saw this game a lot and I just, uh, I never pulled the trigger on it. I don't know why. It's fun. It's good. Uh, Justin, you got third and fourth pick here. All right. So since I got two in a row, third, I'm going to have to lock in from the heart. Wario Land. I love Wario Land. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten... Wait, didn't they just make one? No, that was no. Warrior Wear, 
right? Yeah, that was WarioWare, okay. which is not even remotely the same thing. You know, pizza, like, yeah. now lately we've been getting some, you know, Pizza Tower and then Anton Blast and stuff. A lot of indie people yeah, yeah. are kind of coming out the woodwork trying to give us some Wario land-style games, but there's, mm -hmm. the original is just three and four are so good, and it's like, yeah. I want a fifth one so bad. It's a good call. It's a good call. And, you know, for my, my fourth one, uh, I'm going to lock this little uh, horror gem in. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Eternal Darkness. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, it's a little uh, little darling game that, you know, was a one and done, but, you know, mm. is a... Uh, I have fond memories of renting that bad boy from Hollywood Video, and the fact that we've never gotten another one, you know, we've gotten more... Uh, you know, Fatal Frame and mm -hmm. those type of games, but only ever one Eternal Darkness. Man, remember that second Fatal Frame game? Oof. Jesus. You want to talk a horror game? That's a damn horror. <laughs> well, Eternal Darkness was so good how it would just mess with you. Yeah. You know, just, oh yeah, your, your soul saves corrupted. Oh, the the machine reset right in the middle of this battle. You know all this stuff. It was just no. Was it was rad. it was really ahead of its time. I think in terms of you know the kind of inscriptions and the Doki Doki literature clubs and stuff that would do kind of similar things like that. Considering it came yeah, out was, in like two thousand two or something like that. I was just about to say it. it you see the influence in like an inscription. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that sort of thing. But yeah, that great pick. Eternal Darkness. Great pick. Uh, Shannon, what you got at number four? What other niche random PS1 title you got? It's not, I'm not going to go deep this, not, okay. deep this time. Uh, I'm going to go with a bad company. I want... Oh, God, company. that's such a good pick. Like, like the OG one, though. Like, like Because I feel like when they did the other bad company games, they became, like, super serious and, like, hard. Like, it was... It was they tried to be, like, a, like a hardcore first-person shooter. And I mm -hmm. loved the campy like zingy zinger one-liner of like the original one where, yeah like, that uh, first like, game yeah, yeah like they just had that duo that was just like they were just bantering off each other like the whole time but there was like an actual good first person shooter there as well mm -hmm. so i would like to see another bad company game come out yeah that's that's good that's good yeah. um shit am i am i making my last you, you two get, here you gotta get two bangers in here right now i gotta get four and five Oh, okay. For four, I'm looking at you, Capcom. <laughs> you got Resident Evil. You did all those remakes, right? We brought Street Fighter back from the dead. It's it's back and better than ever. There's a horror franchise that has been neglected since the PS2. And that franchise is Dino Crisis. <laughs> God damn it. I want... The Resident Evil treatment on Dino Crisis 1, 2, and 3. That's what I want. Because that's a good one. There's been multiple times where there's been trailers of like Dinosaur or whatever games that come out, and you think it's Dino Crisis for a split second, and it's like yeah. a second extinct or like a something. But every time I don't want this you exothermal, it's... whatever they're trying to peddle to me, I don't even know if I said that. You know, that dinosaur shooting coming out with, I don't want that. Give me Dino Crisis. That's what I want. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that's number four for me because that game ruled. Um, and you know what? Number five, I'm going deep cut. 
I'm sorry, I have to. I love the hell out of that first Lost Planet game. I knew it. <laughs> Dude, if you and I liked, That's good and I liked the second one too, and then the third one was just so bad. The third one went Dead Space 3 on it. But, man, that first Lost Planet game ruled. Dude, I knew for sure. I, if you didn't take Lost Planet, I was going to. And I knew it because we've talked about this before, because we both love the first one so much. And mm-hmm. I really want them to do the Prey treatment for Lost yeah. Planet. Yeah. Like a reimagining uh, I, of the first game. And I think it was just such a a game ahead of its time with what they were trying to pull off with like the thermal dynamic and all that. And sure, a lot of that game was glowy bits, but there was a huge amount of, you know, a, kind of like a, a little off the rails exploration. You had the, the weapons dynamic, the thermal, sort of cool stuff there that I think you could really expound on. And make make work really well in a modern game. So, yeah, Lost Planet, man, that game ruled. I love that game. Yeah. So, uh, I think we said five rounds. So I think I am done. Yeah, you're so locked Shannon, in. I'm locked in. What's your What's your final pick, Shannon? I don't know. Like the that's that's so hard. Like to pick because like there are. There was one that was just in my brain right now, and then I looked down and looked back up, and I guess it must have fallen out of my ears. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm, like, super mad because I had one that I really wanted to say that really kind of hit home. Um, I don't know. I want to I wanna see if I could skip it for a little bit, if I could skip this one. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. It'll come to you. Just keep talking. Um, uh, I forgot what it was. Was it a shooter? Was it a puzzle game? Was it a action adventure game? Was it horror game? Was it? It wasn't horror because, like you know, I'm a wuss, so it wasn't gonna be like a game. Wasn't gonna be a game like that. But it was like sitting there, right on the tip of my tongue. Shannon's like, I want other triangle strategies. Like I couldn't get enough of the first one. Yeah, no. The, uh, it, it. Oh my god, damn. Oh, oh what was it? D- oh, got it. Power Stone. Give me oh, that's a good one. Power Stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Power Stone's great. Mm, that's what it was. I was thinking about it. I was like, "Fuck, yep, that's what I want." Wait, I want and that would work. And that would work really well in like today's modern online multiplayer setting. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't need four people in a room. Yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would be the perfect blend of chaos and mm-hmm. multiplayer that I want. Good. And I would good. Have- pretty good at that i think that's a that's a strong way to end your draft Shin. i'm glad i pulled it out at the last minute i'm glad yeah. my brain like kicked over and was just like here it is all right justin last pick what are we doing all right my last pick is another pick from the heart and it's funny because mm-hmm. i know it's a game you and me have talked about before mm-hmm. lost kingdoms Lost Kingdoms. Yeah. Wow. I used to rent Lost Kingdoms two all the time from Hollywood Video. It's like that perfect balance of like adventure kind of game, but it's also mm-hmm. card based, and yep. it's like you're battling stuff. I just remember it was you know one of the first kind of like card based games that wasn't like Yu Gi Oh or something like that that I played as a kid, and I just fell in love with it. Uh, I I don't know if that's going to get you many votes. No, but, but Lost Kingdoms. But I figured it'd at least get me some street cred with you, which you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, so let's sum up here. My draft 
is NBA Street, Infamous, Viva Pinata, Dino Crisis, and Lost Planet. Mr. Shannon Moore went with Resistance, NFL Blitz, Xeno Gears, Bad Company, and Power Stone. Mm-hmm. Justin has Beautiful Joe, Sly Cooper, Wario Land, Eternal Darkness, and Lost Kingdoms. <laughs> you started out so strong, Justin. And then I, <laughs> Yeah, Shannon, Shannon, looking at the list. Who's got the who's got the strongest list in Ooh, I I I think it's going to come down between you and me. Uh mm. and I think that Viva Pinata puts you on the top. See, I think I think you actually have the strongest list. I also agree to that. I think knowing our the people in our Discord, I think between Resistance and Xenogears and then Power Stone being the wild card at the end, I think Shannon locked it away. Yeah, I think I think Power Stone locked it up for Shannon. Hundred percent. Before Lost Kingdoms, Justin was right there though. <laughs> I mean Sly Cooper, Wario Land, Eternal Darkness is that's a that's a trio right there. Like that See, I, I'm I'm peddling to to Jordan by throwing Dino Crisis in there, but I don't know. I don't know if that actually works. So you know, I'll tell you right now. There's th- everybody was throwing haymakers. Like, I mean, the, this was a heavy hitter bunch right here. This mm-hmm. was not. We did not take this lightly. So yeah. uh, you know, I will say, you know, I went with my heart at the end with Lost Kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Like, if I went to go for the vote, I probably would have said something like Final Fantasy Tactics or something like that. You know, to try mm-hmm. and. You know, oh, ogre battle, perhaps. Yeah, yeah win, try and win over the uh, people in the Discord. But, you know, I stuck to my guns and wore my heart on my sleeve. Okay. Sometimes now, you, you got to. That's a, that's a good point, though, Justin. You went with your heart. Now, what was your tactic, Zach? Did you go more to the people or did you go more true to yourself? I tried to go half and half, to be honest. Uh, like, I feel that Lost Planet and... I took NBA Street way too high. I'll admit that. That was just <laughs> like I wanted. I wanted it on my list, and and I probably if I could flip Infamous and NBA Street, I probably would. If I was stuck with these five games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like NBA Street and Viva Pinata were absolutely from the heart picks. I feel like Infamous, Dino Crisis, and Lost Planet to a point are votable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, is there an honorable mention that you would have? So, that, yeah, that's a good point. That was going to be my next thing. Like, what was rattling around in your head that didn't make it? Because I've got a few. I would say this is going to sound, this is going to date me pretty hard, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say Mech Warrior. Like, I want a Mech Warrior. Yeah. Like, I thought warrior. about that too. Yeah. <laughs> Mech Warrior 2 was so good. Oh, it was God, so it was so, so goddamn good. Yeah. Um also I was like fourteen, so maybe it wasn't, but it seemed that, that no, good. Like, the nostalgia goggles are fully on with that. I mean, like yeah. it was heavily like I mean the graphics were dog shit. And like But apparently they're all rose colored now, so I don't know. Like I've got my rose colored glasses on. <laughs> yeah, I like I mean I distinctly like this is you know, I had my <laughs> I had the mask soundtrack like playing in the background. Mask like, soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is the deep cut right there. 
if you were not a child in like 1985, you have no idea what he's talking about. Oh man, mask. Yeah, yeah. Watch that right before Silverhawks comes on. Um, yeah, Silverhawks were dope. That hella dope. Did, like fuck people up left and right. Dude, fuck, terrifying. Fuck Thundercats. Give me Silverhawks. That's all I'm saying. Um, uh, now for me, I looked real hard at dark, dark stalkers. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, because it's one of those like, yeah, you keep making Street Fighters. What, what about my boy Frankenstein over here? He's he's looking lonely. He's got them cheeks, you know. Like let's let's get Frankenstein out there. Um, and then the other one, uh, cause, just because it's a game I love, is Dark Cloud. It's that kind of ARPG PS2 game, but you're like a town builder at the same time, and you basically do dungeon runs to get materials to build out your town. I love the Dark Cloud games. They were they were fantastic. Um, and then one last sports game. What happened to my snowboarders? Like, where's SSX and Cool Borders and all these type of things? You know, like also games I loved. Uh, Justin, what what almost made your list? So speaking of snow, like you talking about snowboarding games triggered a core moment. Snowboard Kids for Nintendo sixty four mm-hmm. was like the closest thing to Mario Kart that I ever yeah. got into, which really dropped like the big frying pan or something on someone. And, you know, mm-hmm. that was my snowboarding game. I played a deep cut for me that I was like, oh man, <laughs> I would really love a Peggle three. Like I <laughs> love Peggle and, you know, <laughs> Popcap yeah. kind of just disappeared off the radar. But, uh, you know, I still go back and play Peggle one sometimes at night. I boot it up on the Xbox one and it does the old 360 like, woo. Like when you go to boot it up, it's so good. Yeah, Peggle. It's just expected that the ode to joy exploding every time you get the peg is like the best feeling in the world. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like what about like Red Faction? Remember, like how good you could do all those dynamic physics now with buildings collapsing and everything. I mean, that one game. What's that demolition PC game with like all the voxels and things just blow up? I forget, but there's a few games out there. They're kind of doing that work, but I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked. Neither one of you being Nintendo people didn't say golden sun. The the game boy RPG series. See, I mean, I they're was, great. I was never a big, I have the first one and it was pretty good, but yeah. it's like, I never played any of them past the first one. And it's just cause mm. I wasn't like a big like JRPG person, like when I was young, a lot younger. See, I can see Shannon sitting in his bed with like the, the thing that goes over the game boy with like the speakers yeah. and magnifying glass and like little post light and all that Dude, playing was, some golden was, sun. But I was out of that market, like at, around that time that that game came out. Like I mm. was, I, I was game. I went like, if I was, if we're talking portables, it was the game boy. Uh-huh. And then I went game gear Oh, and then I didn't have like a mobile console until the PSP again. Like, so like, you know, that was a pretty big jump. And then I went from PSP to the 3DS. And then did you buy, did you buy a PSP just to watch Advent children on it on a UMD? I will take the fifth. (laughs) 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 Um, I bought my PSP and Vita like a year or so after they came out 
for like a hundred dollars less than selling new. Like PSP especially, like it came out, no one wanted it, and I was just like, oh, okay, I'll I'll buy it off you, Mister Craigslist person, for seventy five bucks. You know, like sure. Mm-hmm. The Vita kicks ass though. Yeah, the Vita was great. Vita was awesome. I don't know why they just abandoned it because it, it that I booted mine up the other day. It still looks awesome. Like the because it has an OLED screen, so like all the colors pop. Like everything looks amazing on that OS. It can't connect to anything anymore, and you better have a cartridge if you're going to play anything. But uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. It, that was good. Well, all right. We have done our draft. I feel I feel strong about my list. I feel stronger about Shannon's. But we'll see how people vote. Um, I think I think we need to take a turn off the road here, and maybe visit the trailer park. Step on in, guys. It's time to visit some trailer trash. I got some raccoons and some coyotes that are eating the trash out the back of my dumpster. Maybe this next movie will have somebody that could do something. Maybe talk to these animals a little do-little style and get my trash problem back on the greens. Welcome to Trailer Trash. That was a hell of an intro. Um, so the the main trailer, and it was one that was just released a few hours ago, Craven the Hunter from Sony Pictures, official trailer dropped, and we get our first look at the world of Craven the Hunter. And I have to tell you, <laughs> someone that has read a lot of Spider-Man comics back in the day that starred Craven, I was not prepared, Justin. I was I was not prepared for what I witnessed in this trailer. It was a lot of gore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of gore. Um, a little, uh, John Wick, Sisu-esque, uh, action happening. Also not prepared for Craven to be a hero? As in, like, yeah, Shannon, you have thoughts? I mean, yet alone a superhero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the, in the comics, he, he'll, he'll slam some, like, methed out potions and get super strength from time to time. But other than that, like, he's just a dude. Um, but we see him get the living hell mauled out of himself by a lion <laughs> that he decides not to shoot, even though his dad is like, shoot him and don't show weakness. And then he's like, I don't want to shoot this thing. It in turn tries to kill him, uh, basically does until blood from the lion drips into his open wound and now he can commune with animals am i am i seeing that right is that what the trailer is showing me you're right that okay that's where they're going with this it's it's sony's r-rated wild thornberries <laughs> doolittle could commune there you with go. animals that's Doctor... what, that's what it is the most hardcore Dr. Doolittle movie you've <laughs> ever seen. Dr. Um, Doolittle with a vengeance. <laughs> live free or Dr. Doolittle. Um, <laughs> live free or Doolittle. <laughs> live free or Doolittle. There you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. Um, 
But yeah, and then he he decides he's going to take out bad guys that prey on the weak and moves like an animal now, but also murders the shit out of anyone in front. Like, I was not prepared for him literally biting someone's nose off and spitting it out of a car window. That is shit that happens in this trailer. <laughs> like, what the what what are we watching? What is this is Craven the Hunter, as in the guy that's really good at tracking and tried to be Spider-Man at some point. Like that that is who we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And at no point was he like, I'm imbued with the spirit of the lion and I'm going to hunt my prey like, what? I mean, maybe he did do that at some point in a drugged out haze. I haven't read every comic book. But I I think I'd remember if this was Craven got down. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to because, like, I always thought that Craven, like, was his his thing was lions, right? Like, that was his one and only animal that he was kind of, like, associated with. Like, I didn't think it would. Oh, he wore the whole, like, lion mm-hmm. vest get up thing and. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So like, it, he he wasn't somebody that I followed too much. But like, to see him have like commune with wolves and bears, like, there's other shit going on in this in this trailer that you're just like, what is going on? And it's like, it's just funny to me because that's like Sony's. Like, this is not a Marvel proper like movie. This is a Sony yeah. movie. So that being said, it's always funny where Sony is like, hey, we have all this source material, but. We know better, right? Like, we superheroes, right? I mean, maybe, maybe it's like maybe they have a plan. Yeah, they seem to be building a a villainous universe with Craven and Morbius and Venom, and and maybe there's like a thing where they're trying to make a universe sans Spider-Man, which which is an interesting idea. I have to admit that's an what happens in Spider-Man's universe if there is no Spider-Man, right? Like, if you just have all of these characters, but there's no Spider-Man. Like, that's that's an interesting thought experiment. I will admit it. The execution hasn't been there. I mean, when the best of these movies has been Let There Be Carnage, that mm-hmm. seems a little... I mean, hmm, you know? Uh, I, w- I will say, though... As weird as it is, as weird as they've made Craven the Hunter, this movie doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. It looks fun. Like Morbius looked bad from the first trailer, right? Like right from the get, Morbius looked rough. This looks like they made a superhuman John Wick movie, and it it kind of looks all right. It looks fun, at least. And the special effects look good, too. Like, I mean, they don't look hokey. Like, Venom looks gar- like garbage. Like, I hate the special mm-hmm. effects in Venom. I hated the special... Like, I mean, I didn't watch Morbius, but the special effects in Morbius look hokey as fuck. Oh, so, like, the, from the trailer when he's flying in front of the subway? That <laughs> yeah. that was, like, in the trailer, you're like, oh, so the special effects are trash. Okay, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, it is. it, it looks good. Like it, this is one of those like gritty movies. Like I'm glad that they're kind of making it darker and grittier. Um, like I kind of like that they're giving it like the Deadpool treatment, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it looks like it has more like weight behind it in like that, 
that action category. So I'm excited for it. Like I'll I I'll watch it. Like I mean I I hope that Sony actually gets one right. Right. And I, it'd be kind of funny for this to be it. Yeah, it would. It would. It totally would. <laughs> but I. I kind of am hoping they lean so far into the gratuitous violence that it hits that, like, you know, cocaine bear level of it's just hilarious. Like, it's it's so violent, it's funny and entertaining. And not, like, funny and, like, oh, my God, this is so bad way, but, like, the cocaine bear way of, like, holy shit, this is awesome, you know. You know what was funny too is at the end of that trailer, he's communing with spiders too. It's not just yeah. it's not animals. Like there's spiders are coming out of there and he's just like talking to them too. Or like he's who knows what he's doing, weaving a tapestry. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, yeah, it just that's my only concern is like what is his skill set? Like what what is where's the limit to his range, right? I'd like Dude, to know that. I want him to go full Aquaman and start talking to whales and shit. Like, let's go. <laughs> like you know, yeah, like what why put us in a box here? Uh, Justin, you've been quiet. What What are your thoughts? Dude, well, my first thought when you said it'd be interesting because there's no Spider-Man. They don't need a Spider-Man in that universe because they're all heroes, Zach. They're every <laughs> one of them. Morbius is a hero. Craven's a hero. Venom, guess that's, what? Hero. <laughs> that's a very uh, astute observation. And that, I mean, Venom has always been kind of like an anti-hero after the first initial few runs as like the ultimate Spider-Man villain, they started to make him an anti-hero just because he was popular. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Morbius. Mm, I mean, he's a vampire, you know. So I mean, I don't really so know. Blade. Don't they have, like, <laughs> like, don't they have like so they have the Sinister Six, right? Right, just like all the bad guys, right? Which is all mm-hmm. like Spider-Man's bad guys. Couldn't they have like an anti-hero like group? Don't they, do they have an anti-hero group like people that are just like kind of like? That's a good question. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's been different collections of people, but I'm not sure if there's ever been like a true anti-hero Avengers or so. You know, like yeah. What's like Marvel's collector. version of the Suicide Squad? Oh, uh, Dark Avengers. <laughs> no Thunderbolts. Thun- the Thunderbolts? Yeah, probably the Thunderbolts, honestly. Because hmm. there's, like, the Defenders. You know what, Marvel? Make the the Great Lakes Avengers movie, you cowards. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's get real stupid. Come on. Um, no, but I, I, I thought it was shockingly decent looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was expecting Twisted Metal levels of dumbassery but i mean i can't wait for it to come out in theaters and clear both black adam and flash at the box office oh did you see the flash box oh, office thing i saw it oh Tanks. my god like barry can't run back and save that shit let me tell you that much <laughs> doesn't matter how many times robbie goes to see the movie he's yeah robbie's robbie's trying to do his part by seeing it three or four times to make up for the box um, office numbers yeah, so I want to say the opening weekend was somewhere around fifty-five million. Yeah, I don't which, even think it was sixty. Like it was yeah, right yeah. under sixty, which is and and for reference, for reference, uh, with all the bad reviews it had, the Eternals made seventy million its <laughs> opening weekend. So, and for further reference, the movie cost like two hundred and like twenty million to make. <laughs> <Yeah>. So. <laughs> There is zero chance they're going to get their budget back on domestic anyway. Maybe international, but 
think we can uh, say that the old DCEU went out on a thud. <laughs> it, that movie had a lot going against it. I mean, A, it doesn't sound like it was good. We'll We'll get in the spoiler zone later, but it doesn't sound like it was good. Everyone knows the DCEU is dead and James Gunn is redoing it. So kind of anything that happens in that movie is pointless in a long, as far as like connected to everything goes. Yeah. And I mean, Ezra Miller, dog, like, <laughs> come on. Like, they can pretend like they can try to market their way out of that shit ha- being something that happened. But like, everyone remembers all that shit happened. <laughs> you know? The internet's forever, homie. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, the James Gunn DC stuff can't happen fast enough. I'm, I'm ready for the blue beetle. I'm excited for his take on Superman. Like I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's go. DC has some of the best comic book characters ever created and they have just been languishing, languishing. Um, and now that this is their time to shine. I mean, like Marvel is struggling struggling dude this is the perfect opportunity for them to get back on their feet um but yeah should we shift to a little uh what we've been playing because do it because uh i stopped playing diablo for a little bit this week (laughs) to play something else that dropped uh just because i was I, i saw the trailers i was so curious i had to see if it was something that might be interesting to me I didn't have a lot of faith uh, that Final Fantasy 16 demo dropped. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't enjoyed a Final Fantasy. It's like X2. Dress fear system. Best battle system they've ever made, by the way. Um, and, and that's really the thing with me with Final Fantasy is if the battle system isn't good, I don't like Final Fantasy. You know, like I'm I'm out on that game. Like nine, I really enjoyed. Uh, X2. Great. Everything after X2, I just bounced off the battle system so hard and wasn't into it. So this demo starts, and it is a lot of cinematics. Like, a lot of cinematics. That being said, those cinematics are incredibly gorgeous. At one point, a titan comes out of the ground, and it is one of the most impressive, like, cinematic things I've seen in a video game in a while like it's it's awesome looking um but after you know a half hour or so <laughs> walking between cinematics you actually get to play the game and uh and I'm here to report that it's a good battle system you guys it's good it's kind of like a, a devil may cry light battle system in a lot of ways you you chain things together there's a parry, you do some combos, and when guys get staggered, you drop, like, Phoenix Force power thing attacks on them. I don't know what the name is, but, like, your shit has fire all of a sudden and stuff. It's It looks really good. The frame rate's really good. Like, it's it runs so solid, and... And I'm kind of into the Game of Thrones anime bullshit stuff they've got going. Like, it's total Game of Thrones, but, like, anime Game of Thrones. And 
I'm buying the game, you guys. I'm buying it. Like, I'm in. I'm in. It's so, like, that demo's ridiculously good. It's ridiculously good. And when I found out, you're basically playing the first two hours of the game, but all of that progress carries. You do not need to play those first two hours again. That made my decision. Because honestly, with it being so cinematic heavy and so long before you actually get to just play the game, I don't know if I would have done it. Because I just don't have that amount of time. You know, like it was one of those last week I had the time to just sit one night and go through it. I played through it all in one sitting. And I... If, if it's a game I could just pick up, play a half hour, pick up, play an hour, that sort of thing over the course of, of a night, then I'd be in. But if I had to sit down and grind through all that again, I, I it would have been just enough for me to say no. And I know that's not a big reason, but it would have been just enough for me to justify being out. Um, I, I kind of have to see where the story goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the end of that demo was a twist I didn't see coming and and it got me and I'm like oh okay like oh that's how it went down um there's a huge ass monster fight in that demo mm-hmm. that goes down and it's rad uh yeah Justin you played it right what what were your thoughts dude I did play it I 100% agree it's very much to me it was like Game of Thrones meets which i know this won't mean anything is that but attack on titan is like the other feeling i got when you're the two like giant monsters like fighting and stuff like at the end it felt very like oh like big kaiju style battles and stuff happening in the middle of this like little town uh combat wise like ran like a dream on the ps5 and it was cool getting to kind of jump between you were in like the present at first and then kind of going back to the past like eight years or whatever it was and getting to do that i thought it was also really cool when you got to you switch from playing as the one main character to the other little fire kid who's mm-hmm. like weak like his magic's insane but you know he has to like take a breather every day he's like whoo after he does a spell you're just like fireball and just melting a dude and he's like yeah. and having to like re-get <laughs> his breath but i also well, like because he's also like seven yeah. So he's he's really like a little kid. Yeah, he's and, like seven and dying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's seven, he's sickly, but then all of a sudden shit goes up goes down and he's like, Well, I have to save people and, and when he first is like he's saying that, you're sitting there going, Kid, you can't hardly save yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like what are you talking about? And then yeah, like Justin's saying, next thing you know, he's literally just melting people fireballs so you're like what? you could do this this whole time like yeah dude i hit the one dude with a spell and it was like nine 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 damage i was like holy shit dude, he just killed like two people in one shot it was insane um i also like that you don't have to run up and like pick everything up you just run over yeah. it and it collects it which i'm like cool i don't have to sit there and like worry about like not mashing x or something and doing it and like a lot of the oh climbing up a wall or going under it it just happens it's like i don't have to press a button i don't have to whatever it's just intuitive to just getting you through there which i really appreciate a lot of quality of life stuff Mm -hmm. has been included but yeah it man i was not i was taken aback shannon i was not prepared I was, I was not so prepared. overjoyed to see the uh, to see 
play it and love it. Like, I was so happy. I was like, welcome back. Welcome back. Have you played the uh, demo? No, I am going into this game. I, I already pre-ordered it. it. It's going, I'm going into this fresh. Um, and I do like the fact that they're listening to, like, people who played the beta and, like, mm-hmm. the demos and stuff like that. And um, they are, they're going to actually streamline the controls a little bit more so that if you want a more like simplistic uh battle system to where like mm-hmm. you can hit a button and actually just like have it do the combo for you um they're actually working on putting that into the uh, the game itself so they have a version of that in the demo nice. you can turn off turn on a version of that but it sounds further mm-hmm. with it than what's there now so that that i agree that's kind of you know i like that companies are doing this like street fighter doing it with the updated control scheme that they've got. And it's like, you know what? Maybe stop making games for 40 year old nerds like us. You're going to, you're going to have to get the 13 year olds again. And, and those kids, you know, like street fighter got to be impenetrable with their controls and combo schemes and everything. And like these kids grew up playing on tablets like they're not sitting there going like, yeah, hand me that ten button controller and let me go to work. Like it, it's a foreign concept. So anything you can do to make it easier for those for that generation to get in, it just makes sense. Yeah, I did really like the ring system that they had in the game, and yeah. I thought that was cool. Like there, and there was some that like were in the inventory that you could swap in the demo and stuff that you could swap around. Like there was one for like if you're health like got too low it would automatically pop a potion for you or whatever so you wouldn't have to like worry about healing and stuff like that mm-hmm. and there was like some other one about like evading or whatever it would like help like auto like prompt you for like evading or something like that so it's cool that it's like you can toggle those options just by having it equipped or not and i'm sure you know there will be better equipment and stuff in the game that'll kind of like okay well that's kind of the give and take it's like I could have this auto do it for me, or I could be more powerful by actually having this like cool thing that's going to give me a buff. And how do you, how do you guys uh, feel about the uh, the mature rating that the game got? Like, are you guys happy with that, or do you think like it does uh, the franchise a disservice? They well, first off, they earn it. Yeah, like, I will tell you that. Like they they earn that rating. Um, I do think for Final Fantasy maybe you need to scale it back a little just because it is your tentpole main franchise, the thing everything else leans against. Because, yeah, you're eliminating a lot of potential customers. But let's be honest, we were all kids once. Did it really hold you back? (laughs) Did that that explicit tag on the album ever stop you from getting one? You know what I mean? It's like, I... I don't know. I think there's a lot of parents out there that Final Fantasy, I know. Yeah, no problem. And it's like, they're going to sit there and watch their 10-year-old play two hours of it and be like, oh, God, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, we shouldn't have done that. Um, but it's also not, I mean, yes, there's like a level of hyper-violence and, and whatnot. But it also, I mean, Justin, what are your thoughts? It's not like they don't linger on things and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, people get sliced up and then we, we keep it moving. Yeah. You know, it's like you're like, not sitting there. 
it's not Eli Rothing it, you know. Yeah, I was like, it's no different than like watching like you know some people's throats get slit or but it's no different than like an episode of like Game of Thrones or like a Sons of Anarchy, you know, or something like that where there was some swearing and like a little bit of blood, but even then, like it wasn't gratuitous. It's not like a fountain of blood came out of their necks or something. It's like yeah, someone's like side of their neck gets slit, they're gone next thing or whatever and it keeps going mm-hmm. so yeah it didn't like you said it didn't really like linger on it too much and it wasn't like too intense where it's like whoa like you know that's insane like some uh like manhunt 2 level we have to censor this because you're bashing some dude's face into a toilet seat and breaking everything turn- and- yeah, turning it to stew meat you know yeah. it's like yeah um i have one more question sorry yeah. to keep interrupting you zach but um did you guys feel the enemies were like spongy or did you feel that it was a pretty good balance? Like, did you feel your attacks were doing damage or did you feel like they were just stoking up way too much? Uh, there was one enemy you encounter in a swamp that seemed very spongy. The big one in the swamp, Justin, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? That seemed spongy to me. It's like this, this fight went on a little too long and it wasn't that hard. It just took forever. You know, and so that, but your average, you know, goblin or whatever that you encounter, no, those those go fast. It's just boom, 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 you're done. You're moving on to the next one. Um, Did not seem difficult in that regard, but it does, that one, that one enemy made me consider like, oh, this might get annoying down the line. (laughs) But, But hopefully by then I do a lot more damage. So who knows? I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. That was, like, the only one where it was, like, almost, like, four phases of just kind of doing the same thing to it, where I'm, like, we really yeah. couldn't just knock this down, like, three or two phases of, I get what you're doing, and I get that it's, like, the, I think it was, like, the first kind of, like, mini-boss or whatever that you, like, mm-hmm. really fight, so I think they kind of dragged it on a little longer so you could get more practice, like, getting used to, like, dodging and the quick-time events and, like, the whatever, but... But besides that, yeah, most enemies died in, like, a couple hits, like, from your sword and stuff. And it's nice. You just get your gold, keep moving on, so. But I also think that if they had given you one or two more big attacks during that battle, it would have made it a lot more fun. But at that point, you only have, like, the one big attack. And so you're just, like Justin said, you're just doing that one big attack over and over again. You're doing the same combo kind of over and over again on them. So that would be my only critique in that regard, but it kicks ass, dude. I kind of hate myself for saying it because <laughs> I'm, I don't want to stop playing Diablo. I don't, but I'm going to, cause I really want to see what happens with the, the story is wild, dude. I like, God damn it. Shit goes down. Shannon. Like I have to, I can't explain this enough. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I will say, at the end of the demo, if, like, the Game of Thrones credits started rolling, like, I would not have been surprised. It, it's yeah, just like a show yeah. where it hooks you, like, right then. It is very obvious where they got inspiration from, and I still didn't really see that twist coming. No. I didn't. I didn't. So... so you mean, with all the Invincibles and Games of Thrones and, like, all those series that have that, like, epic twist somewhere in it, like, you did not see this twist coming? I thought a different twist was going to happen. Gotcha. I saw another twist coming. Mm-hmm. And then they looked at my idea 
crumpled it up, <laughs> threw it right in the trash, and was like, nah, bro, this is the twist. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, because you, you know what I mean, Justin? Like, they're setting up for, like, another thing. Yeah. The whole yeah. time. No, I 100% then... think we were thinking the same kind of twist was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, no, we're not even going to acknowledge anything regarding that. We're doing this instead. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess that's <laughs> what we're doing then. Yeah. They're like, actually, that guy? I don't even know if he's here still. He might have died. <laughs> yeah. Like, doesn't that guy didn't even matter. But, uh, yeah. Oof. Right. So that comes out tomorrow, right? Th- or, no, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it's, the tw- it's the 22nd it comes yeah, out. Yeah, so Thursday. Thursday, man. Big day. Big day. That yeah. It's like Into the Spider-Verse comes out on uh, to, on video on demand. And uh, you got Final Fantasy 16. Can I just say that's wild? Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear again. Why is Why are movie theaters dying? The number three movie at the box office that just made another $26 million this week. You're releasing at home this week. That's why movie theaters are dying. That's why. Oh, Elemental had the lowest opening of a Pixar movie ever? Yeah, because I know I can wait six weeks to get that shit on Disney. Like, kids don't give a shit about release dates or, like, box office. Hey, guess what? They're going to watch the movie 20 times. I don't want to pay for it. I'll just, they can watch it here. It'll be fine. I mean, it's, these companies are doing it to themselves and then wandering around going, why is this happening? (laughs) Like, bro, I summed it up in three sentences. Like you can, you can shelve the market research team. I got it. Like, okay, I got your answer. Just pay me. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But. Let me get off this high horse for a second. Uh, Shannon, have you played anything? Other than Diablo 4, the answer is no. Uh, I'm actually up to, like, level 30 now. Uh, Mm. I think I'm still in, like, Act (laughs) 1. It is so hard to stay focused in that game. Like, every time I get in, I was like, okay, I'm going to progress the story. I'm going to go a little bit further. And then I find a dungeon, I find another side quest, and then this lady needs help, and then now the lady that I was helping is possessed, and I have to, you know, get the demon out of her, and then I look up at the clock, and it's like two hours later, and Mm -hmm. I still haven't gone to that story quest. (laughs) So I I have a feeling I'm going to be pretty overpowered when I get to, like, the actual story beats, unless they scale with me. Um, Yeah. And then, yeah, I think it'll be... It'll be fine. I'm having I'm having fun with the rogue, but I heard the rogue is the hardest class to solo, like to do the, the solo oh. with. So, and I get it because like a lot of her moves are powerful, but they re- they take a lot of power. Um, so like you have to kind of build yourself out to, uh, you know, regain power on critical strikes and you know being able to dodge uh, and things like that. So, uh, it's a little bit more challenging than I expected, and I'm. Th- I'm too far along to actually go back to my druid right now. So mm. I think I'm just going to ride that wave out, but um, I'm enjoying it. I'm, like there's no, there's no regrets, no regrets. Um, so yeah. And the good thing about that is like the button mechanics on that game aren't super demanding. So like I could put that game down and play final fantasy and then come back to this and still feel like, I know what I'm doing. All right. 
Justin, you grinding away too? Yes, I have also been playing uh, some Diablo. I'm, I think, level like 45. Um, so, nice. been chipping along. We just did finished Act 2 of uh, the story. And Shannon, you are correct. So, the story does scale with you. Um, okay. And the way I know that is because Megan created a second character. She created a, I think she created a sorcerer two or Mm -hmm. something like that and she actually did by herself like a lot of the because we've been doing a lot of side quest stuff she went and knocked out some main story stuff and she did a lot of story stuff when she was like level 13 or something like that and then we went on our game together and we're doing the same exact story stuff but while we were like level 40 and she's like man this was so much easier when i did it by myself when i was i'm like yeah no shit because everything was level 11 (laughs) and i'm like now everything's like in the 40s and coming at us but my bleed barbarian build is doing good i dude there's some bosses like some like side quest or i think it was actually maybe even a main quest like boss thing and stuff dude that we kind of got wrecked a little bit and I had to change my build around a little bit because I had like the whirlwind move as the barbarian and I was doing that for crowd control and it got to the point where for some of the really hard bosses the biggest issue was like Megan would get downed and I'd have no way it takes forever to pick someone else up in Diablo and it's like I can't grab her without me also just like standing there getting hit dying so I switched the little whirlwind attack for the iron flesh move, which and like leveled that up like hardcore and stuff to help absorb damage. So I can sit there and throw that on and that'll buy me the five, six seconds to stand next to her corpse and revive her so I don't die and then pick her up and then so we can keep going. And that has saved us numerous times in things where it's like get multi downed or whatever. And it's like, cool, I can oak flesh and then pick you up, and then so we can finish this fight without us both dying. Nice. Yeah, it, uh, have you um, been able to beat the Butcher yet? Like, have you have you been able to encounter him and beat him? I don't think I've... The only time I saw the Butcher was that first time where I didn't realize what was happening. Um, like, mm-hmm. this time, if I was to see him again, I think I'm ready, but I just haven't run into him again. Dude, I still have yet to see him once in my game. That's crazy. Yeah, I haven't I haven't come across him either. Really? And now that I've said that, mm. and now that I've said that, yep. he's probably gonna pop up the next time I play, and he's gonna fuck me. Yeah, he's up. gonna jump out and just give you your your oats. <laughs> um, but no, that's been really. Have good. you have you done the side quest with the guy that uh, disappears into the woods with the lady, and then when you find him, he has no skin. Have you done that side quest yet? I'm on that one right now. Yes. Oh. And that was that was like a we, me and Mega were both sitting there like, uh, <laughs> I didn't realize it was gonna be like that, man. I and was it, like, oh, we got we got some Hellraiser in this apparently. Okay. Uh, where's the Cenobites? Um, yeah, that one. Uh, of all the things I've done so far, that one made me pause for a second. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, Diablo. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. Mm-hmm. No regrets. <sighs> uh, I do like playing it on my phone with the backbone with the remote play. Up, mm. you know, when I'm going to bed at night. 
the one problem is the font is so small uh, that I can't yeah. see what I'm equipping, uh, which is annoying. Uh, so, like, I basically just am equipping blind when, like, I'm playing on my phone. Like, anything that's green, I just throw it on. <sighs> and then, you know, when I get downstairs to play it on the bigger TV, then I can actually go through things and kind of parcel them out. But, yeah, it's um, it's not the most – it's not the best way to play, but I'm glad I can play it. <sighs> cool stuff. Cool stuff. Other than that, I'm still playing Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my high evolution deck is doing pretty well still. Um, that is way overpowered. That deck. Have you tried a high evolution lockjaw deck yet? I have not. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the thing is, with high evolution, you don't need to use all the cards. Mm-hmm. Just throw in like Cyclops and uh, Wasp and Thing, mm-hmm. and then build and then build a lockjaw deck around them. But it's real fun when you just drop like all the stuff that takes that you know takes uh puts negative counters on everything else. Mm-hmm. It it changes the board pretty fast. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, good yeah fast. it does. Yeah, it does. It's uh it's... like I mean there been there been a couple battles where like I've just decimated. Yeah, it's good times. I love uh, high evolutionary fun change. I don't like movement decks enough to get into the Silk, Spider, Gwen thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're cool cards. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not a big fan of them, necessarily. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, using a lot of the control deck, which is like Storm and Professor X and Spider-Man and stuff like that. And that's that's been getting good returns. I'm, I'm enjoying that one as well. Throwing a little Sunspot, a little Nebula. Yeah, you're doing things, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Justin is totally lost, but <laughs> I'm so surprised, bro. Like I'm right? so surprised that this is not like has has not been more of a thing for you. Of the three of us, I would have picked. He would have been my first draft pick as like I obsessed with Marvel Snap. Mm-hmm. I but... don't. It's like I was into it for a while. It like for it's just I don't play on my phone, and that's like the biggest thing. Is yeah. if, if and, I played more on my phone, I think I 100% would be into it. It's just I don't play games on my phone. Well, and the Steam app sucks. The The Steam version is awful. And they keep saying they're going to fix it. They're, they're releasing this Steam-based version, which would be rad for me. But, uh, yeah, uh, I understand if you're not a phone person. Yeah. But hopefully the Steam version that they're coming out with is... Uh, a vast improvement because the current one is awful. So, um, do we hear sirens? Wait, before we have sirens. Oh, oh, I, wait, well, there's one more yeah. I want to hear about. Yes, yes, yes. Before we have sirens, I just want so besides the Final Fantasy 16 demo, I also played another demo that was out on the PS5, and that's a uh, The Lies of P, which is mm. the. We saw the trailer for it during like Summer Game Fest and stuff. It is it is literally Pinocchio, basically in the world of Bloodborne. And I will tell you what, like I've played. That is the most random thing. It It is is so random. It is, but it looks like everyone kind of looks like a Final Fantasy sort of character, and you're in this like Bioshock Infinite slash like. Bloodborne looking world and Mm -hmm. man I will tell you what I've played a lot of games that have tried to do what like from software does like you know I tried uh I forget what the it was like 
Wong Lu or whatever, like the Wolong. Wolong. Yeah, Wolong. yeah. I tried that, and like you know, I've tried some other stuff. This I think is the absolute closest to Bloodborne anything's ever come. Really? That, that is like not from software doing it. Like, Interesting. It, level design wise, it straight up looks like a level like ripped from Bloodborne. Like the way the level's laid out, it has ladders that you lower down. It's this like first like area in the demo and stuff is kind of like a town, and you're like lowering ladders and opening doors from like one side to make like your shortcuts. There is enemies like they're all puppets. It seems like humanity's kind of more or less dead at this point and mm-hmm. there's just kind of puppets left um the, your gimmick is that out of all the puppets you are special because one of the rules of being puppets or whatever is that you cannot tell lies but you can so normally like you're able to like there's certain like dialogue option things that happen and it's like you're able to kind of finagle your way through it because you're able to lie uh, to get into places that you're not supposed to go. Okay. And combat-wise, it plays 100% like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Like, you, the controls are the exact same. You do like you can do, like, a backstep or, like, a roll, and you run with, like, your B or circle button. You have, like, your triggers as, like, the light attack, heavy attack. Uh, what makes it really unique is you kind of have these, uh, you have one robot arm and eventually like partway through the demo, you get like almost like a, it's called a puppet string, but it's like a grappling hook that you can like shoot at enemies with the arm and pull them in, mm-hmm. which is handy. Cause there's certain like enemies that are set up where it's obviously like a trap, like you're going to get ganged up. So it's cool to use sure. the puppet arm to kind of like separate them to be able to pick them off. So you're not running into a group of three. Because that's always asking for death in a Souls game. Once you start getting ganged <laughs> right. up on in a Souls game, that's the kiss of death. Uh, but what's funny is your weapons have durability. But uh, you can fix them by using your mechanical arm. Like at the elbow, it like bends. And you like sharpen your weapons across them. And oh, so your crazy. weapons can like get to the point of breaking, and then you kind of in your little menus where you have like your Estus flask kind of items, but then you can mm-hmm. swap to what's almost like a grinding stone, and then you like pull your weapon out and like re-sharpen it or whatever to get like the durability back up on it. Oh, that's wild! Yeah, so that's cool, and it kind of adds a weird strategy. Like during one of the boss fights, my weapon was getting low, and it's like I had to kind of back off and find an opening to where I could, like, switch to fix my weapon really quick in the middle of the fight. Um, which it doesn't take that long from, like, almost broke or whatever to fixing it. It just takes, like, a couple seconds. It's, like, no different than trying to pull away to heal really quick. Uh, I will say the first boss fight did kick my... It took me, like, about 15 tries to beat the first boss, which told me that it is not a game for Jordan or Shannon. You know, they would yeah. fucking hate it. But a lot so of there's no, there's no story mode in no, this one. There is no story mode, but part I could have honestly probably done it in half of them. My problem was is there is a block button where it's like you block and I kept getting to the second phase and just getting my shit kicked in and it was because I kept trying to roll away 
is the form of like getting around the attack where I needed mm-hmm. to block. It was forcing me to block, and it's just I wasn't doing it, and that's what I had to do to survive because there was too many rapid hits, like quickly before I could just I couldn't roll and dodge those attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. I'm super interested in it. It comes out, uh, I think, in September, and it's gonna be on Game Pass. So. That's kind yeah. of the unfortunate. I played the demo on PS5, and I'm going to end up playing it on Game Pass. So I'm going to end up... Good thing I got really good at this first area because uh, I'm going to end up having to redo it again on Xbox. But definitely recommend uh, it. And uh, they just announced, like, today, I think they're going to do some sort of... Um, some sort of crossover with Will Long. Yeah, so I'm I did see that. what that is. They didn't say what it was, but that it's coming. So I'm interested to see what it is. Um, but yeah, cool stuff, man. Um, okay, now do we hear sirens? Now there's some sirens. All right. Uh, well, we have the one big spoiler zone. Our boy, our boy Justin jumped on the bullet on the uh, landmine for us and uh, went and saw the flash. Because I know I was never going to see it. I'm pretty sure Shannon, uh, I just, you know, I have zero interest. I'm not a DCEU guy anyway. And then surrounding this movie, I was never going to watch it. Um, Shannon, your thoughts? Uh, You know, uh, I'm a pretty weak-willed individual when it comes to saying things. I'm not going to do something and then I go out and buy like a game or something that I said Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to do. But this is one of those things where like I really don't need to see this movie. Uh, You know, it just – it didn't – I mean I do – it's regretful because I do want to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if there was a way I could see those pieces without supporting the movie in any way, shape, or form or like, you know, Ezra Miller and his bullshit – uh, then, you know, I would, but, um, you know, the super woman, super girl character, mm-hmm. like, confuses me, like, it's a Flashpoint thing, I think they've done Flashpoint better on, like, the CW show than they did, <laughs> uh, you know, than they probably did in this movie, uh, so, you know, I'm, I don't need to see this. Justin, it, am I wrong in my assessment? So... I, I am going to spoil, since neither of you are interested in it, I'm going to mm-hmm. do full, unadulterated spoilers for this movie. And, Please do. Yes, so be warned. And I want to preface this with, A, I didn't have any expectations going into this movie. Um, I know I'm, gonna, I'm about to break Robbie's heart. He loves this fucking movie. He's going to go see it two more times. But... God, dude, it was, like, and here's the thing. It's not even a horrible movie. Wonder Woman 84 is still the worst DC movie I've seen. I still stand, I would say this in the ranking of all DC movies is probably somewhere in the, like, middle bottom, I would say. Like, I would watch this over Wonder Woman. I would watch it over probably Birds of Prey, like, honestly, uh, but, dude, this a the CG is fucking horrible. Like it is bad. Like you want to rip on Marvel, like Phase Four Marvel for their CG. Like that looks like some Oppenheimer, like god tier bullshit compared to whatever DC was trying to do. Like there's is the CG in this worse than the CG in Fast X, or is it better than Fast? 
dude, worse. Like it is like <laughs> it is like in your eyes like that is so let me preface this. So the very the movie open. <laughs> let me like, let's just go through the movie here. So the movie opens <laughs> with Barry and he's like late for work and he's like run into the coffee shop to get his little breakfast sandwich and Bruce gives him a call and he's like, "Hey Barry, uh this fucking hospital is like about to fucking collapse and whatever. You need to go save some shit. I'm pursuing some bad guys." And this is Batfleck that's like calling him so Ben Affleck is still Batman his parts racked as little as he was in the movie he was also had some very cool moments in the the brief amount of time he was in it um so Barry's like real real quick can I ask does the Batman in the movie because from my perspective they almost seem performative to try to get people to come to the movie like does it does it seem that way when you're like, hey, we have these guys in here. Yourself. So, like, Michael Keaton in the movie is, he he has some really cool parts. And it's one of those things where it's like, I almost wish he was in the movie more. Like, him and Supergirl, even. I Like, the Supergirl's barely in the movie, it feels like. And a lot of her parts were really cool. And I feel like she was probably in it more at one point and stuff just got cut or whatever out of it so it was mm-hmm. kind of disappointing that you know two of the actual like really good characters in the movie are like barely in it it feels like uh but barry goes to this hospital and it's like collapsing and he does do some cool flash stuff throughout the movie i'm not gonna deny it. he does the little vibrating through solid things mm-hmm. like he does some very like comic book-esque flash stuff which i 100 percent approve of and he's, like, running up the building. And there's these babies that end up falling out of the building. And they're, like, going to splat on the fucking ground. And he's, like, running up and saving all these babies. When I say these babies look like the dancing baby from Ally McBeal, I <laughs> fucking mean it. That is how, like, oh, jarring. Jesus. Like, how unreal. Like, you can tell first glance that you're like, dude, this is, like, a 100% CGI kid. Like, it is not a real child. It is, like, an AI chat GPT fucking generated baby (laughs) that was just copy and pasted all over the fucking screen. And so that in itself was just incredibly jarring because everything else looked good, and that just stood out like a sore fucking thumb. And that part was really bad. And then, yeah, there's some questionable stuff, like, when he's running fast and whatever. Yeah, it looks fucking weird. But, dude, when they're in the the actual speed force and doing stuff, and, like, there's... So, towards the end of the movie, there's a part where uh, the, the universes are colliding or whatever. And this is their mm-hmm. big, like, Spider-Man No Way Home fucking moment where they're like, oh, here's Nicolas Cage as Superman in this universe and which is fucking weird but then they're like here's like this superman who the actor committed suicide forever ago or whatever and they're like they paul walkered his fucking face into the movie and they're like here's this guy but none of these people look like real people like they're animated in this weird like Mm. cgi like it it doesn't look they're not real people like it's like they were made in fucking blender or some program and it just it looks very fucking bizarre and i don't know why they chose that and the director or whatever can go on twitter all day and say that they like 
decided that that was on purpose to make that shit look weird. Nah, man. Like, it's just, that is just ugly. And so that's really weird. Um, but besides that, so the Zod comes back. You know, Barry goes back in time, tries, wants to save his mom, get his dad out of fucking jail, ends up getting pushed out of the timeline into a timeline where his mom lives. But because of that, uh, Superman doesn't exist. Uh, like Wonder Woman's not there. Uh, Cyborg never became Cyborg. He's still just a football player and whatever. Uh, like Aquaman's dad married someone else. So it's like he was never born. And so Zod comes back and there's no one to stop him. And so Barry 1 and Barry 2, because Barry still exists in this universe, but he never became the Flash, so he doesn't have powers. So then Barry, like, takes him to Starlight, like, whatever, and basically takes him to where the accident was supposed to happen and gives Barry 2 powers. But in doing so, Barry 1 lost his powers, which I don't understand why that happened. They never really explained why Barry 1 lost his powers, by giving mm-hmm. it to Barry 2. So then later in the movie, Barry 1 has to do like what he did in the comics or the animated movie where to re- he recreates the accident and like gets struck by lightning numerous times and almost dies in order to get the Flash powers back. But so then they both have powers and Barry 2 is trying to learn how to do his powers and they end up like getting the help of Keaton Batman who's no longer Batman because Gotham is like crime free like so he was like they never needed Batman so he just kind of disappeared into the background and I thought it was really weird that Keaton Batman was Bruce um like I in the the animated movie when they go back Mm -hmm. in time because of Barry's actions, Bruce is the one that gets shot exiting the movie, and his parents live. Bruce dies. Oh, weird. Bruce's dad becomes Batman, and then Bruce's mom becomes the Joker in the comics. That's what I... happens, which is crazy. And yeah, they fight each yeah. other, and what? And uh, his dad uses guns and just fucking kills everybody, uh, like the Punisher. But um, in this one, or yeah. like Ben Affleck, Batman. Yeah, and it's like, so I thought thought it was weird that it's like, yeah, I get, you know, Keaton was Batman, but I thought, you know, he's a lot older looking, and I'm like, dude, he could have been Thomas Wayne, so I don't know why they kind (laughs) of scrapped that entire thing, because that was the whole thing in the actual animated movie was Barry goes back, and Thomas is like, you know, yeah, I'm Batman, he's like, well, you're not Bruce, and he's like, well, Bruce is my dead son, and Barry's like, oh, shit, I fucked up, and he's like, so you're telling me you're from a universe where my son actually lived, and that's kind of his whole motivation to help Barry is to have him get back because there's a universe where Bruce didn't fucking die that night. And then he get, writes a letter to Bruce and sends it back with Barry. And he's able to give Bruce a letter from his fucking dad that's like, yeah, I love you, like, da-da-da. And it's like the first time, like, Batman ever fucking cries because he got a letter from his dead dad. But all that's gone and it's just like no he's bruce and i'm like okay i guess like sure you're doing your own thing whatever um i'm so- i'm loving how like i feel like you're not even halfway and <laughs> shannon's eyes are completely glazed over yeah. like <laughs> i know he stopped li- he stopped listening 5 minutes ago 
yeah, this is it, this is it sounds it sounds rough. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of plate spinning, and like I'm just not here for any of it. There is, and like yeah, I won't take too long. Like my my biggest gripe out of all of it is I love the Reverse Flash. Reverse Flash is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite mm-hmm. DC villains ever, and the whole thing is he's the main cause in the comics and the animated movie behind Flashpoint. He's the one that kills fucking Barry's mom. He's the one that antagonizes him to go back and do this shit. And then in the animated movie, Barry can't just go back because uh, Reverse Flash and Flash are at the same point both using the Speed Force. Barry can't tap into the Speed Force enough to run home because they're both using it. So that's when Batman has to kill Reverse Flash and then Barry's able to fully tap into it and get home and whatever. Reverse Flash does not exist in this movie, which I'm both thankful for and upset by. Thankful for because they didn't <laughs> ruin Reverse Flash for me, but upset by because what they changed it to I don't think is better. Um, <laughs> instead, what ends up happening is you end up finding out, spoilers, but Barry 2 basically ends up becoming a kind of version of Reverse Flash, but he looks fucking ugly. Like, he just has a bunch of shit all over him, like black, like... Whatever, I don't know what the fuck happened to so him. So he's Zoom. He's uh, not flat. He's do not, not drag like Zoom's good name. No. <laughs> he is not fucking... I don't know what he is. He is not Zoom. But the whole thing is what ends up happening is Zod's time thing, like the terraforming of Earth, like whatever. He kills Supergirl. Keaton Batman dies. And he's going to terraform Earth and like destroy the universe. And Barry's like, shit, we got to go back in time. Try this again. <laughs> and fucking fix it and that's barry too doing that and he goes back tries it every time he tries no matter what happens supergirl dies the earth gets fucking terraformed and he keeps doing it over and over again and barry one realizes no matter what we do this universe is fucked like there's no saving it and you going back and redoing it is just destroying the space continuum and this universe is just destined to die and we have to let it go and barry refuses to let it go and then you find out the little dude who was in the Speed Force fucking everything up is him who just continued trying to fix everything and instead just made everything worse. And Barry 2's like, well, you got to get home and fucking, I guess, save mom or do whatever. And then jumps in front of Bad Him's attack. So he stabs himself and they both die. And Barry's like, well, that was weird. And then just kind of runs back to the past uh his mom's still dead but then his dad gets out of jail and he's like oh boy like everything's great and then bruce is like hey congratulations barry like i'm here at the courthouse to see you and who steps out of the car you're like oh it's gonna be ben affleck no it's george clooney's batman and barry's like oh my god i fucked up the timeline (laughs) and then the movie ends and it's just that final confrontation when it it ended were you like uh Merciful release. Yeah, Thank I, you. I will say, it is a two-and-a-half-hour movie. It feels like... Spider-Verse did not feel like a two-and-a-half-hour nah. movie. This felt like a three-hour movie. Like, Oof. when I was watching, I'm just like, dude, like, every time I thought it was, like, going to end soon, I'm like, oh, no, we're still going. And it's just... I The final confrontation, I thought, was just so fucking stupid. Like, my whole thing was, like, why didn't the two Barrys just, like, try to run back? And then it's like, oh, everyone's using the Speed Force. We can't run. And then Barry 2 sacrificed himself, so Barry 1... Like, none of that happened, and it's just the way it was done. I agree with Shannon. I think the CW, believe it or not, did it better. The animated movie did it better. The comic book mm-hmm. did it better. 
So my thing's like, yeah, they were trying something new. And it's like, okay, yeah, they tried something new. And they're like, it's not Flashpoint. But they pulled so much from Flashpoint. It's blatantly Flashpoint. Like, my thing is like, <laughs> Infinity War took the Infinity Stone fucking saga shit mm. and made something completely new. Like, barely referencing that. And it worked. But this, it's like, if you wanted to do Flashpoint without doing Flash or do whatever, they took too many actual scenes from Flashpoint for me to be like, no, it's not Flashpoint. Like, no, you did it. You just didn't call it Flashpoint. So, yeah. Wait wait for that bad boy to come out on HBO Max and you can watch it. Or if you want to be like Robbie and give them your 13 try and pad those box office numbers, go see it. But honestly, yeah, it was, it was all right. Well, thank you for that. Because that, even the description was a lot. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, both um, you and Shannon were dying a little bit yeah. <laughs> during the breakdown uh, there. I think I'm going to save the rest of starting to run a little long. I know Shannon needs to get to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will go ahead said if you're not uh, winded from that explanation, Justin, why don't you at this point? Yeah, why, why don't you why don't you get a sip of water first? You seem a little yeah. you, might, yeah. you might be yeah. a little parched. <laughs> You know what, guys? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pigs Life podcast. You know what? Why don't you run back in time on over to the Discord? And you know what? Let us know. Wh- whose list do you think's better? Look, I-, I personally went through the heart. I know Shannon's got some bangers. Zach's got some bangers on his list. But you know what? If you <laughs> think we missed some, you know, what would be on your list? Let us know. And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And, uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey, guys, go be great. And I love The Flash no matter what you say. It's the greatest movie ever. (laughs)